There's a powerful shift happening right now. Can you feel it? Have you experienced it? We are living in exciting times as a woman, and we are called to raise the bar, break the rules, and step up and lead from a place of unconditional love. Welcome to the Woman of Influence. I am Elise Ann, your host. I'm here to guide you on a journey to remember who you truly are, design a soul-fulfilling life, and live beyond your wildest dreams. Who is the Woman of Influence? The woman of influence allows God to use her for a purpose higher than herself, lives the fullest version of her life, is independent of the good opinion of others, and walks her talk while changing the lives of everyone she touches. Is this you? Then this is the go-to hangout place for you. You are here for a reason and the world needs you to be you. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the unfolding. Hey, hey everybody, how are you? This is Elisan. Welcome to another live session. It's an impromptu live session. So these days I'm just coming on live whenever I have something to say, um, something that I want to share with you. So just stay tuned and all these live streams will be uploaded to my IGTV so you can catch up on all the past episodes on IGTV. Alright? So today I want to talk to you about information so all of us have a belief system and that is our comfort zone we learn something we believe in it and we make that fact true but the facts that you believe might not be true see even now in proven it's it's in science you know science it's a continuous stream of discoveries so scientists may think that this is true in the past but it not, might not be true at this moment so if science and technology is continuously growing then why aren't we continuously growing our consciousness and check in with the things we believe in it might not be true so many of you are always asking me how to manifest my desires how to manifest my dreams check in with your belief system what do you really believe what do you ultimately believe you deserve check in with do you really believe in you check in with that because the the universe responds to what you ultimately believe you deserve so the, the 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 law of universe is always the law of attraction is always constantly responding to you so instead of being like a victim right like oh my god god's not responding to me the world is terrible this and that it's like that is your belief you are constantly repeating this story you are constantly victimizing yourself it is time i'm calling out on you the victim i have this victimhood as well i have to call out on my own bullshit it's time to go beyond the victimhood go beyond like waiting for people to come save you because nobody's coming to save your ass nobody's coming to save my ass it's up to us this is the work it's not easy it is hard but it is the process of why we are here it's easier let me tell you something it's easier to die than to live okay it takes a courageous soul and a courageous decision to actually decide to live it's easy to die when you die everything you know shuts off and then that's it you end of story it's harder to live than to die so eradicate this idea of I'm waiting for death I'm waiting for whatever it is it's not going to happen 
right? And so I've been talking about a lot about difficult topics lately, and I feel like as women of influences, you know, your own in your own community as well, it is time to dodge to stop dodging the ball. It is time to do- talk about difficult topics. Why are there poverty? Why are there people? There is more than enough food. Fifty years of food to go around the world, and yet people are struggling. Yet people are, you know. If one person is still struggling, then all of us are still struggling. If one person is in pain, then none of us has evolved to, you know, um, an enlightenment, so to speak. So your problem, the world's problem, is our collective problem because we are all connected. We cannot call ourselves spiritual and then yet watch another being suffer. You see, so as women of influence, we have to. Take on these difficult topics, even though you will be thrown rotten tomatoes, you will be thrown rotten eggs, but still you have to speak up because at the at the brink of change, at the beginning of change, this is what's going to happen. We are triggering people's belief system, and therefore, you, the women of influence, I also invite you to open up your mind. Do not be close-minded just because you don't believe that information. Just because you don't think that is true, it does not make it not true as well. So be open, be curious. When you are curious, it shuts the ego down. And the reason why sometimes it's so hard for us to receive um, information and then defend our belief system is because we don't want to be wrong. We want to be right. You know, there is a lot of school of thoughts. But that does not mean all the school of thoughts are correct, and it doesn't mean that they are wrong. But there are universal principles in this world, in this universe that governs the universe, such as the law of gravity. I don't care how uneducated you are. I don't care how unconscious you are. If you don't believe in the law of gravity, go jump off the window right now and show me what's happening. Show me what will happen. But you won't. You won't do it. Why won't you do it? Because you know, internally, I'm gonna die. Something bad is gonna happen. I'm gonna crash and burn. You can't see gravity. You cannot explain gravity, but you know gravity exists, right? So similarly, there are other laws such as the law of karma, the law of polarity, the law of attraction. There are other laws. The law of least resistance, the law of least effort, exist as well. Just because. You don't know that they exist does not mean that they don't exist. You understand what I'm saying? So when you become close-minded, you shut yourself off from a lot of information, and you don't think. I'm not saying you believe everything that comes before you. You use your mind. The problem is people are so trigger-ready. That they stop using their minds. You know, it's like something shows up. Okay, no, that's not true, and I'm going to defend it. But pause and think. You might be wrong. That person may be right, or that person may be wrong, and you may be right. But come from a place where you are objective. Come from the observer's point of view, and look at that like a scientist. Look at that and look for evidence, and then decide whether you want to believe in it or not. Versus just something shows up. No, I'm not believing. Then you're being judgmental. When you are being judgmental, you are siphoning off. You are denying yourself from opportunity of growth and learning of different things. Look, there are seven billion people on this planet. Not everybody is the same. I'm Chinese. You might be Eurasian. You might be Indian. You might be Malaysian. You might be African. I don't know. 
we are not the same, even though we, we, we have the same color blood and all that, but our experiences are not the same. So if we are close-minded, right, then I'm going to say Chinese is the best. Indians are not the best. I'm just saying, don't quote me for that. So then I, become, I have this superiority kind of like complex. Indians are the best or Chinese are the best, the Americans are the best, right? But that's so not true. So if we come from an open mind, then I accept your black culture. You are patient enough to listen to my Chinese culture. After all, the black culture, the Chinese culture, the Indian culture, there are a lot of cultures out there that are very ancient and there are a lot of gems in their cultures. And so if we say that, if I'm just going to say the Chinese culture is the best, then I deny myself from learning the gems from your culture, which is very ignorant of me, right? Then I deny myself from the opportunity of learning, learning your story. We have 7 billion people on the planet right now. Every one of us is equally precious. Everyone has a story. And that is why these days, storytelling is so important. We, we are obsessed with hearing what other people have to say. We are obsessed with listening to other people's stories because it makes us feel less alone. It makes us feel like, oh my God, if she's going through this situation, then if she can pull it through, then I can do it too. We need stories right now to inspire and motivate us. We need stories to touch our heart. We need stories to pull our strings we need stories to let us know that we are not alone so speak up you have to share your story you have to tell your transformational story to the world because the world really needs it right now everybody is in seclusion everybody thinks they are separated from each other that's why it's so easy to attack everybody thinks they are separated from god god has abandoned us blah 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 you know we are we don't talk about our stories, we don't share, we are so like, oh, we, we keep to ourselves. And then, of course, there's this mental issues going on, depression is on the rise, you know, people are going cuckoo, cuckoo nuts, because, you know, this social media is not really helping, everybody's showing only their beautiful pictures on, online, you know, it's like you only present your best self online, and then behind the scenes, nobody's really talking about this. So as us, as women of influence, we have to show the behind the scenes. It's terrible. I'm telling you, it's hard. It's I have sleepless nights. L like last night, I slept at, no, the night before I slept at 4 o'clock, 4 o'clock in the morning, I had to wake up for a call. It's like, it's torturous. I couldn't sleep. You know, there's really energies coming in. There is, like the soap, the veils are getting thinner. The truth is coming to light, even with spirituality. You know, when I learned spirituality at the beginning it's just it's very light you know it's all about angels the feathers finding feathers if you find feathers on the ground find coins it means your angels are around you you know it's very light it's not hard it's not deep subjects but as I'm mature you know as a woman and as a human being and as a spiritual student I find that you know being spiritual does not mean just angels you know unicorns and you know crystals and all that it's really about talking deeper subjects and going to the root cause because now i have the maturity i have the emotional stability to tackle these problems and talk about this even though i'm throwing rotten eggs i'm throwing rotten eggs when i talk about these subjects but i'm not turning my back against love because at the end of the day you know all these causes that you see the the terrible negative things that human beings do is an effect of a cause which is it's ultimately it's a lack of love it's a cry for love people who attack is a cry for love i know those who are in the victim zone or those who are being um the the 
at the end of the you know the, the act you might not agree with me but i'm saying all of us no exception we have been abused to some degree shape size or size or form but if we hold on to that anger we hold on to this like i want to revenge i want to punish then honestly we are no different from the people who have abused us consciousness is still the same you know, although we might be the victims, we are holding on to the anger, but we are ultimately the same. We are still an abuser to a certain degree. So in order for us to change, we must come from a place of love and compassion. It's not always easy. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not saying this out of my own ass, okay? Because I had to go through that process of forgiveness and compassion as well to those who have betrayed me, to those who have abused me, to those who I think, you know, who have caused me anxiety and suffering. But on the other hand, I might have caused somebody anxiety and suffering as well. You know, I'm going to quote in my own marriage. It's like for the past two years, I've been blaming my husband. My husband is also blaming me. You know, it's so easy to attack when you're in a place of hurt. But recently, you know, I just decided I can't come from this space anymore. And I started to forgive myself. I forgave him. And we're starting to talk. We are going on a family trip together. But that doesn't mean that I'm, we are going to, you know, become, become a union again. But that just means that I no longer want to harbor that energy in my body because it's not serving me. And he is also a child of God. Not that I agree with his way of doing, but he ultimately is a child of God, whether I like it or not. Right? Whether he likes it or not, I'm also a child of God. And seriously, and I come to a realization that if we continuously fight, the people who are going to suffer the most are our children and they are innocent and so we being adults we are acting like children in a relationship and at the end of the day our children are suffering because they are like okay what the hell is going on with our parents and we are not giving them a stable family to grow up in even if we have to co-parent and this is something that i'm working towards i want to be not that i want to be married again but I cannot get rid of him in my life because he's the father of my children. And so I have to grow up and say, okay, I have to put my differences aside. I have to put my feelings aside. Instead of just putting it aside, why not deal with it and heal with it and move on and, you know, and then we can all be happy again. You know what I mean? It doesn't mean we have to be a union again. So for a period of time, the reason why I was holding on to this anger, it is because I couldn't trust myself. So in order for me to protect myself, I came up with this unconsciously, this anger, this unforgiveness, so that I don't fall back into the marriage again. It was a barrier, it was a wall. But now that I can trust myself, I believe in myself, I can trust my own emotions, then I don't have to have this barrier anymore, you know? So the barrier comes down, I forgive myself, I forgive him, yes, and, and he has said some nasty things, so have I. I'm not perfect too, you see. So holding on to this anger is not serving anybody. So in, in my family nucleus unit, as you can see, if both two people are angry, the adults in the room are angry, who suffers? The children, the children suffer. So put this in the bigger context, leaders who are not conscious, right leaders who are playing the ego game playing the power game who suffers the people suffer right i'm giving you a, a, an example of my family unit but if you expand that that is the collective consciousness the collective community of what's going on so people who wield and hold the power we have to make sure we come from a space of 
love. We come to from a place of service. We come from a place of you know not putting profits before the people. You know, so this is a entire paradigm shift that we have to go through because for such a long time it's profits first, profits first. Even in my own business, in the past it was profits first. So this has to shift. Shift. It is a paradigm shift. It is uncomfortable. It is uncomfortable, but this is the right thing to do. At the and at, 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 at this period, there might be a dip in business. There might be a dip in like, oh my God, something is happening, but don't know what's happening. This is the detox time, and you know when you go through the detox time, you go to the toilet, you have diarrhea, you like, oh, you feel like shit. But then after that heal that healing crisis time, you feel so much better. There is. There is clarity. You feel so much lighter, and this is exactly what is going through in our consciousness, in our society. Collectively, we are going through a detox because collectively, we, the mass consciousness, the mass, have asked for a different life. And when we have asked for a different life, we might not be able to. We didn't expect such turbulent times as well. But this is the cycle. This is the process. Even within your own life, ask yourself. There is always a breakdown before a breakthrough. This is the cycle of life. So when you know what's the cycle, you don't panic. You don't get into a, you know, get don't get out of depression. How can women get out of depression? I mean, it's like, first of all, I'm not a therapist. I'm not a therapist or a healer or a coach specializing in this. If you are going through depression and if you are aware, I highly suggest you go to a professional, spend some money, and hire a professional. For this, because you absolutely deserve this. First of all, I mean, I would say is to acknowledge that you have a situation, but then it's not your fault. A lot of times, you know, when I went through a depressive state, I shut myself down. I mean, I can't speak for everybody, but this is my experience when I had, you know, anxiety attacks when I went through a depression. It's like I felt like. Everything is my fault. The world is falling apart. Everything is not going on plan. Everything is against me. That's how I felt. That's why you know you go fall into a depression, and so for me, obviously, I have a group of healer friends who I speak to and they counsel me, and I really consciously、um, pay attention to my environment. I really shut off social media. I stop putting myself in shitty places. I stop hanging out with shitty friends. You know they do exist. And I stop hanging out with family members who are naysayers. They exist too. And I just binge watch spiritual YouTube shows. I watch、um, Super Soul Sundays. It's very easy to watch.、Um, I watched Eckhart Tolle. I read spiritual books to lift me up again, to believe in myself again. So actually, ultimately, what I want to say in this live stream today is to believe in yourself. You know, when you believe other people's belief for you, then obviously you are going to be depressed. But I believe you got to find that belief in yourself. You got to invoke that belief in yourself. Take the power back. Other people's opinions of you, unless they are paying your bills, then yeah, you know, you might have to take that into consideration. Their opinions, if they their opinions are paying your bills, then you take that into consideration. But most of us, people's opinions aren't paying our bills. This is a time to really. You already shut off, so might as well shut off all the way, right? And really connect with that higher power within yourself. Connect with yourself. The reason why I believe we have depression is because we are disconnected from ourselves, and we are disconnected from this higher source. We are disconnected from soul. We are disconnected from God. 
And as a result, we retreat and we feel that something wrong, the world is against us, but it's not true. So I really suggest that you go seek out somebody who is, a spir who is spiritual and, um, and, and is an expert in this field of depression. Um, I would say don't medicate if possible, but who am I to say this? I, I didn't do medication. I had a lot of um, essential oils. I used a lot of essential oils to calm myself down and I did a lot of meditation um, and I just went into this quiet space and really find myself, who am I? What am I here to do? Um, what is my purpose? What is it that I want to experience? What is it that I want to create? I think it's when I started to create, actively create my life, consciously create my life then I found meaning and joy in my life, then I'm no longer as depressed. And then slowly, 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 the depression kind of like left. And also with anxiety attacks, it's all me. I, when I was unconscious, I think that person is giving me the anxiety attacks. But in actual fact, I am giving myself the anxiety attacks by thinking about the person. I used to have great massive anxiety attacks when I just think about my mother. But now we are on good talking terms. She used to give me great anxiety attacks because she was crazy. She's like, she tries to kill me, she tries to destroy me, blah, blah, blah. And I'm not to say that the fear is not real. I mean, it felt really real. Like my survival was really, at, was really being threatened. So I felt like I was seriously going to die. And so just the mention of her, I would freak out. But then eventually I realized I'm giving her the power to freak me out. Eventually it was still me. And so that was slowly, 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 I'm like, you know what, that ain't going to happen. I have to heal myself. I have to take that power back. I have to regain my own confidence and I have to find meaning in my own life, you know. And I think this is so important in this time right now where you have to find your own meaning. Ditch what society wants for you. I mean, with all due respect, ditch what parents want for you. You've got to live for yourself. You've got to be yourself, be your own woman. And then you will have joy and then you will be happy and then even if problem shows up you will have the capacity you will have the courage to tackle the problem like a grown-ass woman otherwise you will continuously run away from that and then you know you won't be so depressive depression depressive anymore then the mental illness stops because then you are living for yourself there is joy there is joy in this journey there's joy in the process you know what I'm saying so I mean again like I say I don't have all the answers like I, I am not miss know it all so I'm open to learning I'm constantly reading I'm constantly learning I'm constantly expanding my mind and I always think I always think so I invite you to think because thinking is a faculty that God has gifted us but we're not using it we are giving the powers to fake news entertainment news I don't know like just everything to so that we don't have to think if you are lazy with your own thoughts then other people will manipulate you into thinking and into you know into their own thought process and you will be manipulated you, you are you are just like a puppet of other people's like thought process and you don't want that right and this is where you really have to think thinking is not worrying it's a completely different thing worrying is like oh my god what am I going to do? What am I going to do? But thinking is when somebody presents an idea to you, don't reject it immediately. Think, is this true? Be your own researcher. Be your own 
you know, scientists and find proof within yourself. I mean, I'm not going to tell you the law of attraction works. Obviously, I believe it works for me. But if you don't believe, then you have to go find proof. Don't believe everything I say. If you believe everything I say, then you are not thinking for yourself. I'm presenting a thesis to you, so to speak, and then you go figure out if that is your truth. Go think about this. Does that make sense? Does that not? All of us are given this internal GPS. When somebody says something that rings true to us, you feel good. You have, I have goose pimples. I like feel really good and I find myself nodding. Yes, yes, yes. Because internally we all know. We, all, we know the internal divine truth. We have forgotten it. It doesn't mean that it's not within us. So when somebody brings that truth within us, you're like, yes, it is true. It is true. Love wins. You know love wins. And like, yes, it is true. It is true. It's like we all have an internal consciousness. If you don't, then when you do something bad, such as steal something from someone else, nobody has to tell you that is wrong, but internally, you won't feel good, right? How would you know that? Because there is an internal GPS, there's an internal consciousness within yourself, you know, that that leads you to the right path so to speak and the wrong path it's you know this you're either operating from love or from hate so when you're operating from love you feel good that's why we do charity ultimately when we do charity it's for us to feel good about self we give ourselves meaning we have purpose and then as a result of our selfish ones that is feeling good a, an organization benefits right so that's our selfishness is a you know benefited someone else but when we are selfish when truly selfish when we have attack thoughts when we are angry and when we want to you know take revenge you don't feel good you know how what happens to people who keep harboring this they have disease they have cancer why because their body is responding to this negativity the body it's dying in the body it's killing itself when you're operating from love, you glow, you have an internal glow, you age slower. In fact, aging stops. You know, you don't, you, it's like you get younger and younger, your body gets healthier and healthier. Why? Because it's the language of love. Love heals, love wins. Love is the language, love, 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 you feel good. So nobody has to teach you that. You know that innately. So when you are presented with something that you, that internally you don't feel good about that about it then start to think and ask yourself should i believe in this or not we all have this internal gps within us it's god's gift to us when you do something wrong out of integrity out of alignment with your soul you feel bad and that's a key sign to know okay i shouldn't be doing that again you know If you're lazy to your own thoughts, then you will let other people manipulate you. Powerful gem right there, right? I mean, that's so true. I used to be, a, you know, I used to be a life wire as well. I used to get triggered a lot. When you get triggered very easily, when you have light years, you are also easily, easily manipulated. You are easily, you know, you will be recruited as a soul, as, as a soldier, or as a, as a pawn for someone else's evil system evil plan because you are so easily manipulated you have light years you don't think for yourself and that's why we see you know isis and all the kind of thing because they don't think for themselves they don't have consciousness and someone else is just using them i mean it's like suicide bombers why would you kill yourself for i don't know it's like beyond me but to them it's like yeah this is ah uh, yeah this is it you know 
So as Marianne Williamson said, those people who hate, hate with conviction, which is true. We, people who love, we're like, we are part-time lovers. We're like, yeah, we only do it when it's convenient, right? Of course, the world is topsy-turvy right now. So people of us, like us, people who are lovers of life, we have to step up right now and be convicted in the message of love. Stop being a part-time lover. Stop being, you know, a part-time, you know, uh, advo advocate, ad advocate, stop being a part-time philanthropist, stop being a part-time, I don't know, whatever it is, be full-time in your message, be full-time, and this every day you should be thinking, every day you should be reading and then thinking and expanding your mind and expanding knowledge, so it is, it is very ignorant of all of us to just reject something, a new information, and reject it, like, oh, this is not true, I mean, even science is evolving, right, like, in the past, we used to think it's a flat earth and now it's proven it's not. And there's so many things, experiment here, experiment there, just to prove here and there. Da, 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 da. You know, it's like we're all experimenting. You have to be part of, you, every day it's an experiment. You know, when it's the truth, is that really the truth? How do you know if that's the truth? Does, how do you know for sure? And then, you know, you expand your mind to curiosity. Do you expand your mind to this thirst of knowledge and then you grow as a person and then we become more compassionate. I mean, I live in Singapore. I'm very grateful that there are so many cultures here and we live harmoniously with one another. We respect each other's uh, religion. We respect each other's race. We are, you know, it's like we are curious to find out where we know, you know? So it's, I mean, we are very accepting of each other's culture. Of course, sometimes you're like, oh, why should you do this? Of course, this is human nature. But generally, we are respect re very respectful of each other's culture and race. And in fact, we know, we learn. We learn in school. We learn. We learn about the Indian culture. We learn about the Hindu culture. We celebrate the festivals together as a nation. You know? I'm Chinese. I'm originally Chinese. Um, so it's like... I mean, they're mixed races right now, and so it's a beautiful thing, and the children are, uh, are just beautiful, you know? So it's like we're multiracial, multiracial country, and we know each other's stories, we know each other's culture, it's like, and then we are accepting, and so we're not ignorant. And then when we see someone different from us, we don't attack them, you know what I mean? It's like, it, this is human's nature this is the ego when you see something you don't understand we tend to attack it and they want to destroy it because it threatens our belief system it threatens our ego but when you learn and when you start to be curious of another human being and genuinely be interested in this human being in front of you then this defense will fall apart because at the end of the day when you listen to this person's story you will realize yes regardless of eye color hair color i mean my hair color is manipulated i'm not naturally brown i i have black hair but you know this is how i choose to show up in the world right and so when when if you don't like oh how dare she has this brown color and then you start to judge but this is my personal preference so when you start to think we are beyond our color and beyond my skin color yellow i don't know Somebody said my skin color is yellow because I'm Chinese, whatever it is, you're brown, you're black, you're white, you're pink, you're purple, you're green, whatever it is, we all have a story. And when we connect each with each other through the stories, we realize that, hey, actually, we're just the same. We all want to be seen. We all want to be loved. We want to be validated. We want to be loved and loved and be loved. We want to just be ourselves and be accepted, right? 
So that's why stories are so extremely powerful. And some of you are asking me, how do I motivate the masses? How do I, you know, attract such a big tribe in such a period of time, short period of time? I share stories. I share my stories. I tell stories. I connect with you from my heart. I am not saying things because I want you to like me. You know that, right? I'm not saying this because, oh, I want to manipulate your thought about me. I want to manipulate how you think about me. I want to manipulate it to have more likes. No, I speak my mind every single day. I speak my mind from my heart. And from that space, your guard is down. I'm connecting with you from that heart space. And this is where you start. You have to drop your own guards. You have to drop your own barriers and connect from this space. You have to drop all barriers that somebody's coming to attack you. If you do have this barrier and this wall that people are coming to attack you, then you're operating from your head. If you're operating from your head, then you are going to be attracting people who are operating from their head as well. You see, so women of influence right now, I mean, we have to start um, what's that word for it? Putting our barriers down. When you have a defense strategy, when you need to defend means you believe you will be attacked. I don't have any boundaries, so to speak. I mean, it's like I don't have any like barriers. Because I can speak up for myself. If you have crossed the line, I will tell you that you have crossed the line. I don't need the boundary to protect me and to keep me safe in my little bubble. I don't need that because I know myself. I can speak up for myself. I love myself. I know how love feels like. And so therefore, I don't need to defend myself. Sometimes I do. That's from the ego. I have an ego too. I don't, I'm not saying that I don't. But generally, every single day, I don't need to put myself in a bubble of light to protect myself. Like, oh, it's like my responsible to keep my energy intact. If I don't feel like giving my energy to you, I simply don't. And I just walk away and I protect my own energy. I mean, it's like I take, keep my energy to myself. I don't speak a lot. I keep my energy, you know. So when you have a wall, it means you ultimately believe that, you know, you will be attacked. And this boundary thing is very popular in the last 10 years. But right now, I really invite, again, I have backlash with this. Of course, when you're feeling vulnerable, cool, have those boundaries to keep you safe. But once you are healed, then why do you need the boundaries for? When you have boundaries, it keeps people away. I mean, it's like there are nasty people around. You can't help it. But those boundaries will not prevent them from being nasty. Just accept that they are not, not condoned, but accept the fact that they have chosen to be nasty. And okay, you go be nasty and that's it. So why I need to have the boundary so that they don't come and attack me? You know? So this is another thought of thinking. Whether you agree or not, it's irrelevant. If you don't, it's fine. If you agree, then try to adopt in this place because love has no boundaries. Love has no boundaries. Okay? If you believe in the law of attraction, what's the back best good that explain it and it's practical like attracts like it's very simple the definition of a law of attraction is like attracts like and you will and you cannot lie your results will tell you what you believe you deserve your results will lie your experience will tell you the money that you have in your bank account will tell you what you believe that you deserve that is the result of your belief system Right? Like attracts like. So, if you, if you have boundaries all the time, you are going to attract people 
who have boundaries and boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. Where is the heart? Everybody is so fearful. Like, what's she gonna say? What's she gonna do to me? This is not the way to raise the consciousness. Okay. Alrighty. I think a good book to start is The Secret. That's the, that's the book that started all Law of Attraction is The Secret. Um, but it's also beyond the Law of Attraction. I mean, the law of, that book is beyond... That's a very simple explanation of the Law of Attraction. But Law of Attraction is beyond that. So to clear that, we have to go into the belief system, the unconscious mind. We have to do shadow work, you know, talking to the soul. There's so much more work than just reading that book, The Law of Attraction, The, the Secret. That secret opened many doors to a lot of people. The, see, the secret is the touch the, at the beginning of opening up our consciousness. But that's not it. That's not the end. If we think that's the end, then we are being so ignorant and naive. And that was what I thought that was the end. But then my curiosity led me to psychology, led me to soul's you know, work, led me to angel therapy, led me to so many things. And as a result... You know, I, I, I have the information that I have and I start to think and I'm able to share with you, you know, what I have learned and change my own life and change my trajectory and change the way I lead, change the way I build communities, change the way I coach, change the way I heal. I mean, it's like it's, I am an eternal uh, student. I'm constantly learning. There will not be a place, there will not be a day when I say I'm done learning. That will never happen because I know that's so naive and ignorant and arrogant at the same time. Alright? So, alrighty. Thank you for joining me. If you are looking for a coach and mentor who can help you get, for, get you from where you are to where you want to be, I have a few slots left to work with me personally. Um, go ahead and click the link on my bio and apply for a 30-minute clarity call and let's see how we can get you from where you are to where you want to be. It is a paid mentorship. There is an investment in it. All right. So um, if you are interested, let me know. At the, at the, in the meantime, I am also working behind the scenes on a lot of other things um, because I am interested in them and I want to create. Very exciting for them. And again, when you start to create Make sure it's in alignment. Make sure every part of your cell and body is singing before you put it out there and before you share that secret out because you don't want anybody to taint and kill your dreams. So make sure you are in alignment with the things that you want. You are fully, fully engaged with it. You are fully, fully excited about it that you can't wait to share with the world. That is the moment where you share and you put it out there. Otherwise, it's still a work in progress. I mean, my project has been a work in progress for a long time, but that's because I've, I've not clicked. I'm not clicking with the energy yet. So I'm just waiting for the moment. I'm just um, refining the idea before I share that with you. But something is happening. Um, something is happening. All right. So thank you so much for joining me today. Another impromptu session. If you enjoyed this session, be sure to share this with your family and friends and the people who you love. And thank you for being part of this community. And I will see you again very soon. All right. Take care. Love you. Bye-bye.